Alex. How's it going? Um, going pretty good. Um, welcome to the CASA update for January 19th, 2015. What's been going on this week? <laughs> Um, well, I just posted up a uh, call to action for Montgomery County, Maryland. Um, we actually mailed that out last week to Maryland residents. Um, that is regarding an indoor use ban. The county is looking at um, child-resistant packaging and a ban on sales to minors, which is really the only redeeming thing about the bill. <laughs> um, so I don't have that in front of me right now, but there is a meeting scheduled. I think it's Thursday this week. Um, okay. so if anybody in Maryland within the sound of my voice would like to attend that, um, you have to be signed up to speak by 10 AM that morning. I think it's the 22nd. All right. Okay. Yes. Um, so that's the new, that's the new bit that we put out this week. Um, there was a hearing in Montana today, uh, right. which seemed to be kind of interesting. Um, it, it sounds like they, I don't know if they tabled it or if they're going to kind of keep it in the committee and add uh, or change some, some language. Uh, I haven't gotten a full update on that, and I was only able to listen to a little bit of it. Okay. Um, but that was the, uh, that really should just be a, a, a ban on sales to minors. Um, but anybody who's not familiar with that, they refer to uh, vapor products as electronic smoking devices, uh, which is... <laughs> uh, that's anti-language. <laughs> very, very much. And um, I, I, it, it's, it's a mixed bag. You know, it, it, it seems like it, it's possible the senator that sponsored this really just wanted to get a ban on sales to minors on the books. And sometimes these people just, you know, they look to other states for language and um, who knows, maybe unfortunately she looked at New Jersey and said, oh, that, that seems to be okay, so we'll do that. Um, and, but then again, you know, maybe they had somebody whispering in their ear and it really does look like, you know, it really is just a, a ban on sales to minors, but, you know, because they're, redefining tobacco product and because mm -hmm. they're using this, this terminology, um, this is why Kassad in particular, you know, uh, had voiced opposition, um, at least to the wording of it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that should be something that is easily fixed. Um, yeah, if they're amenable. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, I think last week we updated Indiana to include mm -hmm. an indoor use ban that, that might have come out in the very beginning. Um, this week we're going to be looking at um, there's there's a bill SB 539 in Indiana that uh, deals with licensing, um, which uh, I just was on a call earlier today uh, discussing this issue. Um, won't go into any details about it, but uh, this is something that is popping up. Uh, in several places. There's already a bill in New York dealing with registration and licensing, which doesn't seem too horrible, actually. Um, so um, we're, we're sort of trying to formulate a strategy with, with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, 
I looked briefly at the Oregon legislation. Mm-hmm. That is <laughs> the worst piece of legislation. And I thought Hawaii's three bills last year were really bad. I, I thought they were really bad. These are this the Oregon bill is really horrendous, but I think we're going to see a lot of legislation like that creeping in, simply pegging it to smoking so that they can tax it. Yeah. In a lot of states. Yeah. Yeah, I have about I think I've got about half of the I'm about halfway through with Oregon as far as writing this the calls to action. Um, it's, uh, yeah, the only way to describe this is new. I, 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 I'm sure that Julie might make me dial it back, but, um, I refer to it as a new and exciting term for vapor products, which is inhalant delivery systems. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) there's just no other way to describe that other than derogatory. It's, it's absolutely derogatory. It's, I don't think it's, it's a, I don't think these bits of legislation are useful. I really think um, with enough opposition, we can really force them to change their tunes, but you never know. I mean, look at New Orleans. I I still don't know what's going to happen there. That's kind of ridiculous too. I, I had a conversation with somebody who's on the ground in uh, New Orleans yesterday. Um, it sounds like they are um, uh, they've organized a, a vapor retailers coalition, nice. um, and uh, there's there's several issues there with New Orleans. Um, it sounds like uh, uh, heart and lung are um, <sighs> threatening like. to to pull conferences. Um, and, uh, there's some other, there's some other issues with, uh, allowing for vape shops to allow vaping in their stores. Um, they're, they're, they, they just don't think creatively about this stuff. Um, you know, it, it's, it's really not impossible to separate allowing a vape shop to have people using the product in their store. And it's, it's, it's possible to separate that from a cigar bar. Right. It's really a matter of just using the right words. Well, um, so they're concerned about that conflicting with, I think, a grandfather date for cigar bars. Um, and, uh, you know, talking to this guy, I did get the sense that there were a few, uh, more than one council members that, you know, I, either they hadn't really thought this through or they, they were sort of amenable to... Um, allowing for vaping in stores, but they just didn't quite know how to work the language. Right. Um, and of course, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I think we'll agree that, you know, the, the, the smoking ban in general is, is I, I don't agree with that to begin with. So I should hope that, uh, you know, that stakeholders in, in New Orleans are actually able to mount a formidable opposition. Yeah. Well, I mean, from talking to, I call them hybrids. I shouldn't do that. You you know that I do that. <laughs> yeah. I, 
because I have a lot of friends who either smoke or who uh, are dual users and they support, you know, no smoking ban, no vaping ban. And this is the, the first friend um, hybrid dual user I've ever been able to convince to go speak at this legislation. And um, I don't know if that trend is going to continue. Um, I'm kind of hoping at some point we can all find a way to work together. That would be ideal for me. But uh, baby steps. This was the first time I was able to convince one to go speak. So I'm proud of that. Yeah, maybe it's time to promote Carl's blog post from last year. I think he he had posted something up about, you know, um, I think it was from the, the UK. Uh, there was a, a smoker's rights group there that uh, had actually, um, I guess, done more in the way of, of maybe correcting lies or, or uh, fighting against smoking bans or, you know, actually defending vaping rights. And um, the same can't necessarily be said for vapors. Um, But, you know, we should be paying attention to this stuff because everything that they've done to smokers, they're going to do to vapors. They exactly right. You couldn't get it more right. So, yeah, you can learn a lot from history. Boy, Alex, I would almost I would almost say you uh, almost heard my rant on my show before the last show you were on because it was it was pretty epic about that. But um (laughs) It was, it was, I'm um, sorry for that, by the way. That's, that's okay, Jeannie. That's okay. Um, I think people, um, forget where they came from, but you know, um, some of that changes with time, um, for some people and some of it doesn't, uh, some people really didn't like smoking or they had, um, bad health effects from it. I can understand having hard feelings about something that was so hard to quit that did you so much damage. If it did you damage, um, I, I can understand having hard feelings about that. But when you, to quote Jeannie Kay, when you talk badly about someone smoking, it doesn't exactly make them warm up to vaping either. So, yeah, it's it's a fine line. I, I I have to throw my two cents in here. I I've been thinking about posting this somewhere, but I I just it, it it's never. I don't think it's ever going to go away for me that the secondhand smoke and that stale smoke smell in carpet and upholstery that to me that just that smells like love i i i I just it it fills me with joy (laughs) you know um i've never had that experience but i will say um (laughs) no i if the U.S. government turned around tomorrow and said clove cigarettes were legal again, I would have a really hard time continuing vaping. I'm not even going to lie about that. So there's always that. That's always um, at the back of my mind, too. Um, uh, I want to thank you, Alex, for giving us this update. It was really great. Thank you so much, and we'll see. We'll see you next week. Hold on, hold awesome. on. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. One, yeah. One, yeah. Can I? Can I say something before you leave? Please, yes. Jenny. To all three of you, thank you very much. Uh, the three of you did a fantastic show. Um, I laid on my couch, and thanks to the mobile link from Jan, I could listen to the show on my phone. 
Um, it was absolutely wonderful. So thank you. Thank you, Jan, and thank you, Alex, both of you, for what you do with CASA and just what you do for vapors in general. Um, it is much appreciated, and I don't think any of you hear that enough. Thank you. Well, thank you. I'm blushing. So. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Jeannie. Um, well, Alex, um, I'm going to let you go have dinner and pretend you have a life. Because I know you're writing calls to action nonstop, so thank I'm, you. For I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go plop myself on the couch and finish on Oregon and rewatch Battlestar Galactica. So. Ooh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> thank cool. you, Alex. So, thanks. See you next week. I'll see you next week.